0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard on
1: a Monday, the start of a busy week for us here at GetStuckOnSports.com. Between today and the end of Saturday, we will do 18 games this week, Brady Beaton, as long as the weather holds out and people stay healthy.
2: Yeah, that's not always like given in this year. Uh, the weather seems to be not the greatest, but playable, especially for early season baseball and softball in Michigan. Like, I'll take middling 50s. <laughs> uh, with Looks like we're staying fairly dry, but uh, you had a lot of runs scored in the three games you did at 10 last week, didn't you?
1: I saw 85 hits, Brady, <laughs> in three games. And one of those games only went three innings. I thought two of them went. What was the other one, like four? No, my uh, my two games on Saturday went the distance. Oh, okay. So you saw what? 17 innings. 17 innings of softball, and I saw 83 hits. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Jeez. I saw six dingers? No, I saw more than that. You saw a lot. I I saw a lot. I I don't know what... They have, but they have some. I saw four, seven, eight. I saw eight dingers.
2: Yeah, I saw none. <laughs> none. Um, but I saw some good pitching. But a quick note before we we'll get into it, because I know you have a lot to go over. Um, uh, just a note, a local kid, Jack Campbell, who is with the Toronto Maple Leafs, just set an NHL record for wins to start an NHL season. He's the backup goalie in Toronto. Which
1: I don't understand, because he's better than Anderson.
2: But his first eleven starts, eleven wins, broke Carey
1: Price's record. So eleven oh and oh, he he set the Maple Leaf record, I think, with his ninth win, mm-hmm. and then the NHL record with his eleventh win. If you don't know who Jack Campbell is, shame on you. Uh, Port here on Northern grad. Um, he he didn't play high school hockey for the Huskies. He played he, over in Sarnia. He was too good. Uh, and then he uh, played uh, in the Ontario Hockey League. Uh, played in Silver Stick for Little Caesars, played in the Ontario Hockey League, had a chance to go to Michigan. Mm -hmm. Uh, They wanted him really bad, I know, Uh, and he's been in the NHL for, well, he's played for the Dallas Stars, the the Los Angeles Kings, and now the Maple Leafs. He's finally, like, healthy. It took him a few years at the beginning of his career to get healthy. He had some injury problems, but now that he's healthy – He's a big-time goalie. That, that was his mantra in, uh, in junior hockey. He played for Team USA, and he was the big-game goalie in the tournaments. He played the big games because he won them.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, he was, again, if you don't know, the 10th overall pick back in, what, 2010 or 11? Yeah. So he's, uh, yeah. he's finally starting to come into his own and, yeah,
1: going down in NHL history. That's that's pretty cool. Eleven and oh. And you should be the starter, Jack. Sorry. Don't want to get you in trouble with anybody there with the Leafs, but you're better than Anderson, especially in the playoffs. Come on, Leafs, figure it out. All right, anyway. You, you know if your buddy was here that he'd be in agreement with me.
2: I'm not gonna even go there, <laughs> but anyway, we have a lot to talk about from last week and looking ahead at this week, oh wow. Are yeah. we jam
1: packed? Eighteen games between today and Saturday.
2: Yeah, so eighteen. Let's stop wasting time. Let's take the first break, and we come back. Uh, we'll talk about your softball experience through the first uh, three games. It
1: was quite an experience. open eight to six weekdays, nine to three on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people.
4: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people.
1: 44, Duraclean by Bachelor.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Anyways, we're back. Mm. <laughs> Brady was telling me something off air, and so I had to snap for a second before I turned the mic back on. All right, um, I'm. Uh, the numbers that, I, I, are, that I'm going to give you are all the truth. I would not make any of this up. I don't have the imagination no. to make up some of this uh, stuff. All right, I'm a, I saw Port here on Northern Softball play three games. They played Algonac and then they, on Friday, and then they played a doubleheader against uh, Almont on Saturday. The Huskies had 25 hits and 28 walks. Every northern batter goes to a 3-2 count and fouls off seven pitches before their at-bat is finished. At least that's what it felt like <laughs> through the two days that I watched them play. And in spite of numbers like that, an Allie Shagney, four for six, two homers, two doubles, walked six times, scored nine runs, drove in seven.
2: She has more, R- she has more RBIs than she does at-bats right now.
1: Yes, She's got more runs than RBIs or at bats (laughs) right (laughs) now. Which is just ridiculous. And in spite of all of that, the Huskies went one and two. How often does that happen? That doesn't happen very often, but it's not very often you see the type of offense that I saw the last uh, or the two days. First off, Elginac's good. Okay? Uh, I I don't know what other adjective you want me to use. There is no week out anywhere in their lineup. One through nine, they all hit. They had in a three inning game, which they won 18 to three. Yeah. Uh, they had 21 legitimate hits. There was no, oh, I could have given an error on that play or anything like that. It was 21 balls that were strafed. They were on every, they, they barrel up everything, everything. Okay, you're Kenna Bomarito. You're a freshman. You're playing your first varsity game. They start you at pitcher. You give up two runs, or you give up a run in your first uh, inning. You think that would shake you up a little? You'd be rattled? You'd yeah, be like, especially a freshman. What am I doing at the varsity level? First at bat, home run to left that still hasn't landed.
2: That's incredible.
1: Second at bat, home run to left that drives in three. Guess what? Both at-bats came in the same inning. So two home runs in her first inning, inning. at the plate. Her first two at-bats at varsity. Two homers, four RBIs. Uh, Algonac sent 14 hitters to the plate in the bottom of the first and scored 10 runs, and uh, it, 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 it's amazing. Uh, Bomberito, a, a freshman, had three hits, scored three runs, drove in five. Then you've got Sophia DuVernay as their number two hitter, a catcher. Struck out her first time up and then had single, double, single. Scored three runs, drove in a run. Ella Stevenson, the center fielder, is unbelievable. Four for four with two singles, a triple, a home run. (laughs) She scored uh, three times, drove in five runs. The cleanup hitter is the shortstop, Maria Simpson, Three for three with two doubles, scored two runs, drove in two runs. And then when you think the lineup is going to get thin at some point, uh, Camden Thaler had two hits, scored two runs, drove in a run. Emily Yaks, who's not a big kid, came up, and I'm like, okay, here's somebody that they'll be able to throw the ball to and get out. Bang, one hopper off the fence for a triple in the gap. She had two hits. There are no easy outs. Carly Baumgarten had had two hits. Uh, Tory Boyd uh, hit the ball hard and had a single and scored. Anna Sampier, the second baseman, hit the ball hard, run scored. Drew Walk scored another. I mean, it's just up and down the lineup. All they do is attack and hit and hit and hit. That seems like it's going to be a theme in the BWAC, doesn't it? I think so. Uh, Here's the thing. I talked to one of the uh, assistant coaches. And by the way, uh, Coach Perkins at Algonac, his son is the new football coach at PH. Mm -hmm. Really great guy. Uh, But the assistant coach was telling me before the uh, game, we've got four D1 prospects. Yeah, that doesn't happen too often. And guess what? He wasn't lying to me. He was not exaggerating to me. Stevenson's the deal. Simpson, DuVernay, and Bomarito by her senior year. Well, I already think she's a monster, but by her senior year, when she actually grows into her body. Well,
2: yeah, that's a, that's a way to introduce yourself to the varsity game, just two bombs in the first inning.
1: Yeah, no I, no expectations there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – And she was the winning pitcher. Yeah, so welcome. And, and I don't even know because I, you know, I don't even know how Alganac pitches yet because, you know, Bob Marito threw the three innings, three runs, two hits, a little wild. She walked four, struck mm-hmm. out five, um, but they scored eighteen runs for her. So, you know, she pitched out. Of, she pitched out of a couple of jams, and yeah. Well, it takes a
2: little bit of the pressure off when you score how many runs in the first inning? Ten. Yeah, that takes so the it's edge off a little Ten to one bit. at
1: the end of one, and then they had an eight-run bottom of the third. I mean, I just I couldn't believe it. It's like that Bugs Bunny cartoon. Where they got the line going, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. That was Algonac. <laughs> Just around the bases. That was Algonac. And then I get to Saturday in Elmont, and I'm thinking, okay, things will calm down a little bit. I mean, I, I, I know what, that, that Northern is not that bad. Right. That it was Algonac and not that Northern was bad. And I knew that Elmont had uh, at least two girls that are pretty good. hmm Yeah. They, they, they got, uh, they got, then, they've got at least four girls that are pretty good. And then that, you that, saw that, that, both that, teams yeah. go crazy. So I, I, there were three home runs in the first inning of game one on Saturday morning. Shagney went deep again. She hit a bomb over the center field uh, fence, and they didn't throw strikes to her the rest of the day. Um, and then in the bottom of the first inning, uh, a young lady named uh, Sammy Lead, first baseman, hit one down the left field line. Brady and I commented midway through the second game that ball that lead hit in the first inning of game one finally stopped rolling somewhere near Marlette. Just an absolute. It was she hit it. Boom! And you're like that's gone. Yeah. Like the outfield doesn't move. Mm-hmm. You know everybody is like cheering instantly like and it was out in a second and it was Still going up as it was leaving the ballpark just to smash. And then the very next batter, Sarah Hall, who hit two home runs on the day. She hit one in each game. She put one out to left field. Somebody moved the fences in two in Almont. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Yeah, didn't they only move them in like five feet or something? It's about 10 feet. I mean, it'll make a difference on some fly balls. Yeah. And some balls that would be catchable even that. Get up the gap, but it's not like the old memorial feel that pH where it
2: was like two hundred and sixty seven. No, 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 no. And moved it into it was two it v- was
1: two twenty five all the way around, and then they moved the fences into about two fifteen. I mean, don't know why they did it. The parents didn't know why they did it because that's <laughs> was there like new sod at the back of the. Of the I don't know. Outfield. Okay, so so here here's another stat: fourteen innings pitched. 22 runs, 23 hits, 23 walks, two hit batters, and only two strikeouts for Elmont pitching in a doubleheader, and they got a split. (laughs) And they got a split because they smacked out 39 hits in two games. They had 26 hits in game two and scored 21 runs. So you were busy on Saturday? Well I mean all, all weekend. I, I, I just some of the thing okay, so I saw in three games one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I saw 15 girls get at least three hits in a game. I don't I think I saw two people get three hits between my three games. Three games, fifteen girls get at least three hits. Wow. I mean I mean that's in 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 the second not game of the doubleheader, Elmont won twenty one to ten. You had Brooke Snyder for Northern, four for four plus a walk with four RBIs. You had Gracie Koenig four for six five runs scored, two RBIs. Devin Johnston, five for five, five runs scored, six RBIs. Sarah Hall, four for five, three runs scored, six RBIs, a home run that still hasn't landed. Uh, Kendall Roshevsky, three for six, three RBIs. Lydia Lacavera, three for six, and the number nine hitter, Grace Johnson, went three for four with three runs scored. That was, that was the second game of the double. <laughs> so
2: what's going to happen when, they play, when Almont and
1: Algonac play? Uh, there's <laughs> probably going to be a lot of runs scored. <laughs> it's going to be a race to 25. Well, my, my, my fear is because, again, I don't know what Algonac has pitching. Right. Um, I saw the freshman pitch three innings. Um, uh, Armada is thin on pitching. Almont? Or Almont, yeah. Almont is thin on pitching. They're big on hitting. They're thin on pitching. I mean, they they don't throw strikes. Mm. They they've got to figure something out. And it, you know, I saw them pitch um, three different girls in in the doubleheader, um, and their their best pitcher was La Civera, and she walked eleven. Um, so I mean, their their starter in game two, Roshevsky, four innings pitched, five runs on five hits with eleven walks and no strikeouts. She pitched out of bases-loaded jams, like, all four innings. Wow. There were a couple – sh- Shagney lined in, uh, came up with the bases loaded, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen here? She hit an atomic bomb to the shortstop that nearly carried her out in the left field that turned into a line-out double play. So just and bad then in luck the very, for Northern. And, and then in the very next inning, Elmont loaded the bases and the same thing. Somebody hit an atomic bomb to Shagney at short, and she caught it and turned it into a double play. So I mean, it was just that kind of a day. It was that kind of a weekend for me, where everybody was squaring everything up and just hitting the snot out of the ball. So you saw a lot of good uh, hitting. Northern this won the first game, twelve to nine. Lost second game, twenty-one to ten.
2: You saw a lot of good hitting. I actually saw some pretty good
1: pitching performances. Because I, I mean, I'm I, glad somebody did, because I didn't see any <laughs> pitching. I saw all, and I love hitting, but it got to the point at one time where it was like, this is. Re- Ridiculous. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we'll take a break,
2: and then I'll tell you. I saw Marysville three times. Got to see Marine City and Yale um, all play the last couple of games. So, we'll, we'll we'll switch over to the hardball diamond. But yeah, I can tell you what. I don't. I did not see the offensive outputs that you saw.
1: It it it, it it's fun. It's fun to give you numbers like that, and to be able to tell you like. The names of 15 kids because you have to because everybody who can you you can't leave a kid out. No, no, you can't. You can't leave a kid out when, when the numbers are as gaudy as that. So uh, it was uh, it was a lot of uh, a lot of fun and I saw a lot of offense.
5: it's on Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton with you here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. And uh, let's uh, get uh, right back uh, to it here. As uh, Brady saw uh, a ton of baseball actually Two, with what, you had three baseball, I had three softball games, you had three baseball games.
2: Yeah, Um, let's start on Friday. I saw Marysville play Marine City. Uh, Marine City kind of going to go the trial by, or baptism by fire route. Um, Figure, well, you can practice, or we can just get out there and we can play, because in actuality, non-league games really don't mean much especially early in the season. So when you kind of treat them as learning experiences and not as a practice cuz it's still competitive baseball, but as a building block, you can kind of see what's going on. Um I got to see Maceo Miller uh pitch for the first time. Oh boy, he's electric. He has a fastball that has a lot of life to it. He commands the strike zone. Actually, for the most part, all of Marysville's pitchers do a pretty good job throwing strikes. Um, Maceo Miller's line, Marysville ended up beating Marine City 8-1. to one. He had four innings pitched, gave up one hit, no runs, struck out eight, no walks. Wow. Gave up one base runner in that time and I believe it was yeah it was in the first inning Wyatt Walker just slapped a fastball to the right side uh got a single there uh actually he did hit one bat or two and then immediately got a double play ball so he was uh, he was good um he throws hard Maceo Miller is going to be a tough kid like you're going to get him probably in a district final or semi-final, depending on a matchup, and it's going to be tough to stop him. Uh, for Marine City, like I said, they struggled. Jeff Hessup actually ended up with two hits. Um, he had a single in, I believe, the fifth inning and then a single again in the seventh. He, uh, I believe, scored their only run. Uh, and then Wyatt Walker, like I mentioned, had the one hit. Only three for Marine City. will tallied 11 hits on Friday and kind of spread the wealth around Maceo Miller again had, did most of the work he hit a triple that went 360 some feet on a 370 some fence he <laughs> bombed it stand up triple uh you look at who else Ryan Ferguson actually played pretty well a name you know we didn't really know about he had a double in the second inning then followed up with a couple singles he is a good hitter for um, for so he came in and pitched. He gave them an inning of work. Walked one, struck out two. Vikings ended up striking out 13 batters in that game Friday. Uh, you look at else who who recorded hits. I mean, Meyer had one. Uh, Mayfield had one. Uh, Beast had one. Nick Hong. He's he's their right fielder. He's their bottom of the lineup. But between both games, even in the doubleheader against Yale, he's a good little singles hitter. He. Squares up the ball, hits it hard. Doesn't have a ton of power under it, but he he hits it hard and it goes. It gets it to the outfield. Hit does a good job. Had two RBIs. Actually, the only Viking in that Friday game with uh, multiple RBIs. And then Saturday came, and you could tell Yale was low on pitching. They threw uh, their one kid Mason. Uh, that's his last name. Probably close to 100 pitches. He went four and two-thirds. Marysville won the first game five to one. And, again, their pitching did a good job. Through seven innings, walked one batter. They attacked the strike zone. Um, Again, a few kids with multiple hits for Marysville. Meyer had two. Owen Vagie had two. I think they were two infield singles. He just put them where they weren't. Um, Maceo Miller with another couple of hits and two RBIs. Uh, Nick Hong, like I mentioned, added another hit. Uh, for Yale, they have some nice pieces uh, on this one. The official one, uh, Kyle Walford, they gave they gave an error on that one. I thought he beat out an infield single. Uh, Cole Hain put a charge into one against uh, against Larry Smayfield, who I got to see pitch, and he throws hard. And I think he's told me it was his first time pitching in over a year, like to a live uh, game, and it, it, you could tell. It took him a little bit to calm down. Like, Yale jumped on him early. It was single, 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 single to start off the game. one nothing, no outs, bases loaded. Then he got a fielder's choice. It was I think it was either right back to him, just threw it at home, couldn't turn the double play. And then Druria for Yale hit a scorcher that all Mayfield could do was react and put his glove up, and he caught it, and he turned, fired it to third, got out of a bases loaded, nobody out jammed with only one run.
1: Wow. Kind of protecting yourself. Oh, but, yeah. He,
2: like, I even talked to him after. He's like, yeah,
1: no, I just, just instinct self-defense. So, obviously, in the, the games that I've seen, the offense is ahead of the pitching. Even the baseball game I saw, the Algonac-Marine City game, mm. 18 runs were scored. Yeah. It, it was a 10-8 ball game. Um, so we, we're getting, a, and usually it's the other way around. But we've had the good weather the first week or so of the season, so the the hitting seems to be ahead of the the pitching for the most part. Um, but the defense, I've seen errors, but the majority of them haven't been kids not catching the ball. I I, I was just counting. I've seen fifteen errors, and I believe thirteen of them are throwing errors. It's kids throwing the ball wild. They're catching the baseball, right?
2: It's and I saw pretty. I like there wasn't a there was maybe one or two times I was like, all right, come on, that got a little crazy. Um, but I thought both teams played pretty sound baseball, even in the in the first game. Uh, Mason and Harnden for Yale only walked two guys. They only struck out four, but they were throwing strikes. Only gave up eight hits, and it was five to one after the second inning, and then. No one else could push across the run. Second game was a little bit of a different story. Yale was pitching, was running on fumes. They walked eight batters. Uh, They gave up only eight hits, but also had five errors. Marysville scored 10 runs in the third to win 17-2. Yeah, that wasn't the best showing, and... Uh, I mean, I will say this in that game, Owen Veggie, he only pitched three innings, only gave up one hit. He did walk three, but in limited work, like you saw in Algonac softball, looked pretty decent from what you could see.
1: Now, if you ask me to do a baseball softball draft, I'm just going to tell you no. Yeah, no. Unless we go 50 rounds. Because there are already 12 kids that I want. I'm yeah, no, team. no, that's, that, that, <laughs> that's going
2: to be too hard to do. Um, yeah, There's
1: already 12 kids, and I've only seen three teams. Yeah,
2: no nope, pass. <laughs> Big pass. But, yeah, Mary's those 3-0 to start. That's, that's good for them, and uh, they'll look to continue that. We'll see them a few times later this week. We can go over the schedule because that will take a whole segment in itself.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll do that uh, when we uh, come back from the, uh, the break uh, because, uh, as we said, 18 games in six days this week here on GetStuckOnSports.com. So if you don't think we're serious about this stuff, you haven't been paying attention yet this year. We've already done over 120 games. located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville.
5: On Port Huron Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: You are back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, Get Stuck on Sports Tri County Equipment Podcast. And uh, yeah, we're going to be pretty busy this week, and it's a pretty good mix of baseball and softball throughout the week, and then we go softball happy on Saturday when we bring you six games. But we'll get to that uh, in a minute. Start with a couple of baseball games today. Uh, I'll go back to Algonac, uh, and Algonac and Yale will play at uh, 4.30 on Stream 1 while at 4 o'clock on Stream 2, a matchup uh, that uh, I'm I'm excited for you. Port Huron High against Marine City. Uh, We've each seen the Mariners once, and uh, we haven't seen the Big Reds. Uh, the Big Reds haven't even played a game yet. This is their I opener, right? I think they right? scrimmaged Algonac like uh, a little over a week ago. Yeah, just to, to get something in. But, but basically, Coach Moncrief originally was just going to play his league schedule. Yeah, so you got at least one uh, non-conference game. is, And we'll be
2: down there. That'll be fun. Um, I, like, I like that diamond at Marine City.
1: You know, I haven't called a game from it. I've been to it, and it looks really nice. It is. Um, and I want to say this. We may we, the, the girls should start playing on the baseball diamonds and the boys should start playing on the softball fields because the softball fields are too small for the girls. <laughs> and the baseball fields are too big for the guys. Like, okay, the the fairest
2: place I've been to. Marin City actually has pretty fair dimensions. It's like 300 down the
1: line and it gets out to like 370 dead centers. That's what Algonac does. Left field is a... Uh, a short fence. Yep, that's 300 right down the line. But then it shoots out to 370 to center, and then as you go to right, it's 305 down the line. But the fence is doubled up, mm-hmm. so it, it's like a 10 or 12 foot high fence. And I just I, I don't see many home runs in in baseball anymore. No. And it, and it's not because I don't see balls hit hard or balls hit deep. The, the the ballparks are big. Marysville's is pretty fair. It's northern about, to right, you can hit a home run, but oh, nobody well, hits one out to left. Well,
2: that's also because there's they kind of had to conform to the to the houses behind there. Hey. Ph had to. I mean, they used to like not have a fence you had to hit it into no. the the freshman football field. But
1: it's it's still it's a spacious.
2: Outfield. Marysville I thinks like three twenty down the line about that. Probably
1: like three. If I had to guess, three eighty-ish dead center. That might be a bit long. We did a home run contest at Saint Clair. If I know the fences aren't five hundred feet, but it felt like it. It was. I think they're what <laughs> like three fifteen down the line. Yeah. Saint Clair's not
2: too bad. Um, but no, you get some cavernous ballparks.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's big, and and when you hit one, it, it, it's not
2: cheap. No, you 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 earn it. Someone, uh, someone from Yale, let me see if I can find it real quick. It was actually in the second game, I think. It was the lone hit Yale got. It was, um, yeah, Preston Hughes put one that almost got out at Marysville. For their only hit, it was a double. Um, but it one-hopped the fence. So they, they can do it. It's just, especially when they've deadened the bats a little bit from a while back,
1: that didn't help. But. I'll go to Marine City on Tuesday, and that softball field can be a launching pad Mm -hmm. if the wind is blowing in the right direction. Uh, And they'll play uh, Port Huron High. I'm excited about that one um, because the last time I saw both of these teams play was 2019, and they were both really good. Like, PH was loaded with talent. Mm -hmm. uh, And, of course, uh, Tremblay can hit the snot out of the ball, um, and she'll be back. And Marine City – uh, had a real good uh, hitting team that went all the way to the quarterfinal. Yeah. Um, now they're going to be younger this year because we we missed a year last year and and they're they're coming back. They're a little younger this year, but it, that should still be a fun game. And I was told that Anchor Bay is really good, and I think Saint Clair is decent too. So you could see a good ball game on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, Anchor That's at Bay at Saint Clair.
2: And then, uh, what, Wednesday, you'll get to see the Marysville baseball team for the first time. They play uh, Lakeshore, and I believe that's a non-league game. And then I'll see St. Clair softball again in a doubleheader out at Armada.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun. You'll like Armada, too. Like, that's the – They've they got, got a nice They've setup. got a cool setup. I, th- I think the softball fields are better than the baseball fields at Armada. Really? I think they took care of the girls. Uh, they're over by the tennis courts, so mm-hmm. when you – when you pull in there, yeah, it's just like right there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you, you kind of walk through the tennis courts to get to the softball complex, and, and I thought it was really nice when I was there a couple of years ago. And then, uh, uh, let's see, where are we at, Thursday? Yeah, the 15th. Uh, Northern Marysville softball at Marysville on stream one. Yeah, and then Northern will probably, like, Coach Shagney will go, not you again. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. I, I don't want to – especially, again, Marysville, the, the last couple of seasons has played like a launching pad. Yeah. it'll You'll
2: see a few home runs into the parking lot. Yeah.
1: Don't, don't park your car behind the left field fence at Marysville. Move back or, or go over across the drive to, to the other side because uh, I've seen – The ball just fly out of there, and you'll get to see uh, Algonac at Northern in baseball.
2: Yeah, so a lot of Northern on uh, Thursday and Friday, and then more Northern baseball, a doubleheader. Dennis, you have uh, St. Clair at Northern. That's two up at Northern. That should be a fun one. You'll see some good pitching from Denny White. Yeah, I
1: I had to do this game because uh, Brady and and Denny White, you know, that's – we, we, that's a toxic relationship there, and and I just uh, for two game for one game maybe I could get away with sending you over there to cover the Saints, but for two games something would have broke out at Northern, and uh, so we, we, we're going to send you to a softball game on Friday, yeah,
2: which is more St. Clair, but I'll be in St. Clair, the Port here on high, Big Reds take on St. Clair there, so we have a good mix this week of everyone, and then Saturday,
1: huh, boy. Just got the official schedule for this this morning. Um, from uh, It's the M.L.A. City tournament, and the reason we picked this tournament out is because we knew both Marysville and Marine City were going to be there. And the uh, other two teams involved in this are Emlay City, obviously, who are, are hosting. So we thought that's good, three area teams. And then the fourth team is Clarkston, which I don't know a lot about, but generally when you say Clarkston sports – you think they're probably pretty decent. Yeah, you're going to assume Clarkston's pretty good. So um, there'll be three games on each stream starting at 9. We'll have games at 9, 10.30, and 12.30. I'll cover field one, which will be the three Imlay City games. First one against Clarkston, second one against Marine City, third one against Marysville. Brady will go to field two, and the first game right off the hop will be Marysville-Marine City. Which would be a lot of fun, and then Marysville plays Clarkston, and then Marine City plays Clarkston, um, and the the this should be a, a fun tournament. And the the other part about it is I, I kind of like the the structure. There's a time limit to the games, yeah, of an hour 20. and in twenty minutes, um, and they'll have tiebreaker rules where you put the runner out at second and, and do that. To, so they're they're going to try to get through this with uh because if because if we had games like the ones I saw this past weekend we'd be there till midnight <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it it should be a, an awful lot of fun um and baseball and uh and softball in this area is I think pretty good yeah like, I think we, we were looking at the baseball rankings that came out in the winter
2: yeah, like the yeah the preseason, I think it was basically the coaches association. And I'm trying to remember all the teams that were on there. I want to say uh, Rich St. Clair, St. Clair, Richmond, Saint Clair, Marine Marie, City, Cardinal Mooney. Yep. Uh, I think Deckerville, Deckerville and Herber, Harbor Beach. Beach. Um, I, I I want to say there was a, a like six team. Or, Ublee, it was yes, like I think at Ublee the bottom of that. it. Yeah, and there there are good teams. And like I saw Marysville play, and they at least have some pitching. If you put Maceo Miller on the mound, you have a chance
1: to win that game. So uh, again. Uh, a big week, eighteen games <laughs> in six days. We're we're laughing about it now, but by the end of the week, we're probably going to be really we're probably going to be really happy uh, late Saturday afternoon when, when that last out is made in in each of our games. Yeah, and then we're
2: gonna get to Sundays. Always go by so fast,
1: especially after you have <laughs> those Saturday because
2: you like wake up, you're like, all right, cool, and then like you eat lunch and you go, oh, crap, tomorrow we have to get up and start prepping for. And for this week, like you start looking at, all right, where are we this week? All right, I'm here, here, here. Get the schedule updated on the website and all that jazz. So,
1: and uh, and in between all of that, uh, Brady and I will record two more podcasts this week. Yeah, one on Wednesday, one on Friday. Won't have a lack of content to talk about, and, assuming and, the weather stays nice. Not and, how and, <laughs> and somewhere in there, we got to get out and uh and see some people about some uh, advertising too. Yeah, that
2: uh, that's always the fun part is finding yeah, the time to do that.
1: <laughs> but well, uh, I'm sure we'll be fine. It's not what I like to do, but if you do own a business and you like what we do, please contact us <laughs> yes. or, and 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 talk to us because we will work yeah, something out for you. We know. will work something out. Uh, you will <laughs> not have a
2: lack of uh of exposure with games. No, uh, I, I, again <laughs>
1: 18 games. That's this gonna week. push us to what, like a hundred? <laughs> if, if you do a 30 second commercial with us, it'll get played a few times. <laughs> yeah. So
2: anyway, so All that, right. that was
1: my spiel on that, and it was unintended. I, I don't like to do that. No, I like to, um, to kind of keep it focused. So uh, if you had to pick a best player this week that you saw in your three games,
2: I mean, I'd say Maceo Miller, just because he strike strikes out eight in four innings, hits a triple, comes back, plays. Pretty well defensively, um, and then hit good enough. I mean, he hit well uh, against Yale. That was probably the best player I saw. And then also Ryan Ferguson hit really well for the Vikings. So I'd give those two guys a shout and, out. And
1: I got like a sixteen-way tie. Yeah, no, you uh, just go back listen to the first segment. Yeah, uh, uh, Ali Shagney, Kenna Bomberito, uh Ellis Stevenson. I could probably add a few more kids uh, from that one. Uh, And then uh, Gracie Koenig, Devin Johnston, Sarah Hall, and I could probably add a couple more kids. Uh, They they just – offensively, it was a juggernaut in the the three games that I saw this week, so or last week, whatever week we're into. There were so many hits, my head was spinning.
2: All right, you got anything else? I do not. Um, Just again, tonight I'll be at Marine City, you'll be at Algonac, I'm at 4, you're at 4.30. All
1: right. Brady's on stream two. I'm on uh, stream uh, one, and uh, that's, uh, we'll talk to you a little later uh, today. So hope you enjoyed this podcast, and we've got another one coming up for you on
0: Wednesday as well. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.